probably have an old school website. Just like this old school Voltron from the 80s. Here's the thing. Video websites are dominating the entire internet right now. But only 3% of people have video websites. What is a video website? When there's continual movement. The beautiful thing about continual movement is that when you have movement, it keeps the buyer wanting to stay on the website. Here's the beautiful thing. If you look here at Dr. Mo's website, he is dominating, dominating, dominating. His website's everywhere. Not only that, but he's omnipresent. It's about time to get you out of the static world websites where they don't move, doesn't do anything for you, but come into the video websites where we dominate Google and get you omnipresent. It's time to step in the future of marketing. Make sure you click on the button in the bottom for a consultation and we'll get back with you. Hello everyone, my name is Mark Anthony with Edge on Regenerative Medicine Show. I am so delighted and excited because we have Dr. Strong here and um, we're excited because today we're going to be talking about something that I do not hear a lot of people talking about. We're going to be talking about um, headaches, you know, migraines. Why do we have migraines and how can we actually stop them? I know for a fact for myself, I've been having migraines. I'm 43. I've been having them since I was eight years old. Let me tell you something. It doesn't feel too great. But the great thing today is uh, Dr. Strong will be talking about that. Um, he is also an author. He actually has three books coming out, I believe, this year. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, yeah. Three books coming out. And you are, in, I believe, Cookville, Tennessee. That's correct. Yep. And if you guys need someone that not that is not just – a chiropractor, but that has studied functional neurology and that's deep into that. I just want to tell you guys something, um, and I'm not trying to be me, but not all chiropractors are created equal. You know, it's just like, Hey, you know, not all, not all pizzas created equal. <laughs> I'm a pizza fanatic. But, uh, what I'm saying is that functional neurology, they go really deep into not just, you know, heal, healing the person, but finding out where the pain, where the pain, where the root cause came from. And I love that because when you do that, you're able to disable the pain altogether without it just kind of coming back later. And um, I know that we're able to find you at stronghealthinstitute.com. Is that correct? Yep, that's correct. Awesome. So uh, again, thank you for being on the show. And uh, um, tell us a little bit about yourself before we, we get into um, uh, you know, the migraines and uh, on, on how to uh, handle that. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, my name is Dr. Todd Strong. Um, I'm located in middle Tennessee, uh, Cookville, Tennessee specifically. So it's right in between Nashville and Knoxville. So really great place. Um, kind of, especially with everything that's going on, you know, it's been kind of like a safe haven. So if you like Tennessee, it's a good place to be. But, um, so I did uh, my chiropractic training in uh, Atlanta, Georgia at Life University. It's the biggest chiropractic college in the world. So a lot, a lot going on there. And the great thing about that was that you got a lot of different doctors with different thoughts, different theories, different seminars that you could come and, and they could train you and you could develop and become a really kind of well-rounded doctor. You know, it wasn't just one one size fits all. It was kind of like, okay, I've got a bunch of different tools in my bag to, to use. You know, it's kind of one of those things. If, if all you got is a hammer, everything's a nail, right? So it's one of those things like, okay, you got a hammer, you know, you got pliers, you got a, 
you got a saw, so you can do a bunch of different things and you can really help people a lot more effectively. Um, so I, I did that when I was going through school. I uh, participated in applied kinesiology training. I was the president of the club there. Uh, I've got my PAK, which is just a practitioner of applied kinesiology. It's pretty much you just look at how people move. So if we break it down, applied kinesiology, applied study of movement, kinesiology means study of movement. So uh, that has really helped me understand like human function, how people are moving, any dysfunction as well. Mm -hmm. uh, the next thing is I studied at the Carrick Institute. I've probably got over 500 hours of studying of functional neurology. So what functional neurology is, we look at how the nervous system works. And if we can understand the basic function of the brain, the spinal cord, and the nerves, then what we can do is we can actually look at dysfunction and say, how can we correct that through alternative therapies that don't include medication, that don't include surgery? So think of it basically like it's physical therapy for your brain and your nerves. Uh, we do like a lot of eye movement exercises. We do a lot of drills. Uh, you know, you can use colors. You can be really creative with therapies because the more you know about the brain and how it functions is, you know, just how fast your tools are, you know? So it's great. It's a, it's a great profession, man. You know, I would almost argue that if, I had to ask you what the most important system in your body was. What would you say? You know, it's probably the brain and the nervous system. It controls almost everything. You know, there are only two systems in your body that uh, don't rely on the nervous system. You know, you have like an intrinsic heart rate uh, that can function without it and also your gut, but they don't function as well. We know, you know, there are studies that show if you take out the brain, then you'll have major dysfunction in the heart and the gut without it. So, um, that's kind of the reason that I study functional neurology because I'm like, how can I make a bigger impact and how can I get people better faster? And then lastly, um, I am a certified functional medicine doctor. I studied through a functional medicine university and I did a lot of training with them. You know, you look at blood work, your analysis, school samples, uh, and then pretty much what you're doing is you're looking at lifestyle factors, you're looking at nutritional imbalances, hormonal imbalances, you use uh, pretty much supplements, nutrition and herbals to help correct any imbalances, as long as, as well as kind of helping people kind of get back to a healthier lifestyle, you know, because one of my uh, theories is that, you know, especially we're so ingrained now that it's like we're taught unhealthy habits and relearning those get older and older as you go. So I, I do a lot of work with kids and just teaching them, teaching parents about what, what health is and uh, try to give them the highest quality of care that I can. Yeah, I love it. It looks like you've had just a little bit of schooling. <laughs> just a little bit. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely a lifelong student. <laughs> hey, that's a good thing. You know, uh, it's funny you talked about the brain and a lot of people don't realize Correct me if I'm wrong, I'm always open is that, well, you know, you feel pain because of this. If I were, yeah. to, cut my, if I were to cut my, my foot, my brain's telling me that I'm in pain. But if you were to take, if you were to block that scepter that your brain's connected to that foot, you'd be bleeding all over the place. <laughs> right, right. People know that. I mean, it's, it's so, so simple, you know. I mean, you stub your toe, your brain's telling you you're in pain. Now you say, ouch, ouch. <laughs> yeah, correct. No. Uh, 
And then, you know, if you look at, so for example, uh, Dr. Ramachandran, he's a, a really interesting guy to read. Uh, if you look at like phantom limb syndromes, when people right. have like, they cut their hand off, but they still have that pain, then, you know, brain or pain, excuse me, is interpreted in the brain. So, you know, you just have what are called nociceptors in the skin and throughout the body that just detect necessarily tissue damage. But that is interpreted in your brain. So just a, a real quick tangent. Uh, a lot of people that come in with like chronic back pain and stuff, what I'll find is that they're actually very ticklish. Okay. So you only have so much real estate in the body. So tickle fibers or tickle sensation actually travels along pain fibers. So what it does is it's interpreted in your brain because if you're ticklish, you know that it's a non-threatening stimulus, right? You're like, oh, I'm just being tickled, right? You can see it and you know that it's, there's no damage occurring. But what happens is people get these, if they're super ticklish, it's just a hypersensitivity in their sensory pathways, right? So then what happens is if something touches you, if your shirt's constantly touching you, you're kind of like twitching all day, causes mm -hmm. muscle spasms, causes tightness in the back causes hip flexion tightness. So something that I actually do as a manual therapy in my clinic for people with like low back pain, they're like, Hey, I've been everywhere. I haven't had any help or anything like that. And then I'm like, okay, well, we're going to do like this little protocol that I go through. And if I find that they're ticklish, then I'm like, we got to get rid of that. And they're like, you can't get rid of it. And I'm like, well, let, let's try. And so what I found is that when I get rid of the tickling sensation, their chronic back pain goes away. Wow. I never heard. That's actually pretty good. I've never, you, you got me with the ticklish one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's something uh, one of my mentors said one time, you know, he, we were sitting there, you know, grinding away through the, through neurology. And uh, he was talking about how tickle sensation, uh, because if you look at like the spinal cord and different, like the back of it's responsible for like vibration and joint position, the front of it's like pain and temperature. And he's like tickle fibers travel along these sensory pathways, pain and temperature, right? And you're like, huh, okay, that's interesting. And then, you know, I'm just sitting here working in the clinic one day and I'm like, man, you know, like they're really ticklish and they're like having all these muscle spasms, right? You know, like they're just like fidgety. And so I was like, I wonder if I can get rid of that. And you know, I just got rid of it. And, you know, they come in like the next week and they're like, my back pain's gone. Like I haven't had any more back pain. And, you know, their tickling sensation was going as well, too. So, uh, yeah, that's been a real interesting kind of like in-house kind of like experiment. You know, you could, hey, you, this, this could actually be huge. I know we should be talking about migraines, but I mean, you know, hey, everyone, if you've got a back problem, just come to Dr. Strong, he'll tickle you. I'm sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he'll yeah. tickle you out of pain, I'm playing. <laughs> right, right, exactly. <laughs> so, well, that's, that's awesome. So the, the big question, especially, like I said, I've struggled a lot with migraines. I get them really, really strong once a month, but migraines, why, why do we get migraines? I mean, is. Yeah. So pretty much uh, migraines, you know, there are four main factors that we have to look at um, that kind of come along with these. And one is hormonal, you know, especially uh, in women, you know, depending on like your cycles, your estrogens, progesterone, right. uh, how those are affecting, you know, those can cause like um, decreases or increases in vasodilation in the brain and the central nervous system, you know, and it's, it's kind of like anything. If you get too much vasoconstriction, then you've got a lot of pressure, you know, you've got those tension types of headaches or those pulsing or bounding type headaches most of the time. 
occurs due to that. So hormonal, especially with, you know, uh, women of a younger age, I know that they're greatly impacted because you're on birth control, you know, and the consequences of that, you know, are just, there's a lot, you know, and it may, and the thing is biochemical individuality, you versus somebody else, you know, they're like, well, I was on birth control and I never had issues. Why should my daughter, you know, but you know, everybody's different. So you can't exactly. say that just because I don't have it, that somebody else won't, you know, we're all different individuals, but hormonal changes, uh, that's something that definitely needs to be addressed and you need to look at, uh, and seeing how those are fluctuating because one of the things that you can do is you can keep, a. Uh, a log of when you have your headaches. Do you have them? Because it's very important information for your doctor, your healthcare provider that you say, I am getting headaches around my cycle, you know, or I've had those since menopause or I had those since I started birth control, you know, and a lot of the medical model, that's kind of like their cure for it. Like, you know, uh, a teenager has headaches and what they'll do is they'll throw you on birth control because it re-regulates it, but they never look at what was causing the hormonal imbalance. Mm. Uh, was it, was it dietary? Was it just musculoskeletal? Was it, was it neurological, you know? Mm. And so we're going to talk about those, uh, but hormones, hormones play a big impact into it. And, you know, not only women, but men too. So it's, it's very important that you have somebody that understands those hormonal imbalances and they can make this a, Right suggestions. I never you. thought about a man having a hormonal imbalance. Honestly, I never. Right. For me, you know, I've never. Yeah, no. I mean, it's it's you know, it's like, do you get them around the same time every every I month? Knew it. I knew it. You I'm know, so get those headaches around the same time. I'm just playing. <laughs> so you know, that's uh, that's definitely a, a factor into it. You have to look into it because you. You know, the better, the power of diagnosis is the better your diagnosis or the better your differentials are, the faster you can help somebody, right? You know, it's like eliminate uh, A, B, and C, and then I've just got Z left. So that's what it is. Um, but, you know, it's very important to track those. Uh, have like a little notebook that says, this is when I had it, and these are the foods that I ate before, like this is around the time of the month, you know? So... So definitely what I would suggest is you get a little catalog and then you can take to your healthcare provider, you know, because I feel like it's like, Oh, I've got my healthcare provider and he knows all this stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like, we, we like that thought, like, you know, we're like, yeah, we're the man, you know, but you know, it's really a symbiotic relationship between the doctor and the patient and you need to help us out as much. You know, it's not just you come to me and then all your health issues are going to go away. And so right. I don't want you, I don't want anybody to feel like that. You know, but it's like you need to come in and kind of give us as much information as we can uh, or as you can. Sorry. Um, so the next one is dietary. So definitely dietary is, is a huge factor, you know, uh, because food intolerances and food sensitivities are coming out more and more. We're, we're knowing more about those all the time. And, you know, it's caffeine. Do you get it if you don't have caffeine? I know that tons of people are like, oh, man, if I don't have my coffee or I don't have my just Mountain Dew. Just give me a headache right now then. Yeah, yeah, they're like, I'll take the headache if I can't have caffeine. But, you know, that that's something that you're looking at, and it's like caffeine is a vasodilator. You're looking at vasoconstriction causing a lot of increased pressure in the head. Uh, and then, you know, you're looking at, like, common food allergies, so – Pretty much the most common ones are sugar. Sugar is very addictive. You know, if people don't have that sugar rush, then 
Um, they'll kind of get headaches. Gluten is one. There is certain cerebellar pathologies that specifically attack the cerebellum. And they cerebellum kind of what we call is like the ABCs, accuracy, balance, and coordination. And it coordinates your blood flow. It's not just coordination of movement, but it coordinates thoughts, coordinates blood flow, coordinates all these different things. And you don't, if you have gluten attacking the cerebellum and causing disruption in the coordination of blood flow or whatever it is, you know, then you'll, you can definitely get headaches that way. Um, and then, you know, you've got soy. Soy is definitely a very big component of food, wow. food allergy sensitivities. Dairy. Dairy is a huge one that I see all the time. And, um, I was just telling, uh, uh, Mark about how, you know, I just took a patient off dairy and her MS symptoms went away, you know? So that was pretty, pretty interesting. And then corn, corn is another one. Uh, interesting fact about corn, corn syrup, corn starch, corn and everything, right? Corn binds to niacin, which is vitamin B3. Vitamin B3 is a very key component into the conversion of your sex hormones from pregnenolone to your testosterones, estrogens, progesterones. So corn will actually long-term inhibit your hormonal pathways and cause issues like again, so dietary and then you get hormonal changes, you got both, right? And that's like, that sucks, you know? So it's like corn is definitely one that you definitely need to get a very good source from. Okay. Yeah. So what would you say then? How to, is it just cutting these little simple things out to find out what it is? Cause I'm listening, as I'm listening to you, like I said, I'm one of these people that get these headaches out there. And, and I know there's a lot of listeners out there that, that, that get a lot of headaches and it's interesting, uh, I'm going back to when I had my last headache, which was about a week ago. I was out for like a whole day, mm. sleeping, couldn't get up, in so much pain, and couldn't see light. And what I, I'm thinking about what I made a mistake of what I ate. I remember I went and got a 12 pack of a, a 12 pack of tacos over at Taco Bell. Okay. You know, so check this out. I had like I had like eight tacos. Okay, I was real hungry that day. And um, what's interesting. Um, the only reason why I ate those, cause I heard that there's no MSG. Hmm. Check this out. This is, this is a trip. I'm going to do this right now. Watch this. Um, does Taco Bell have MSG in the tacos? So check this out. The common ingredient also found in food items at your grocery store. In addition, Taco Bell states that it uses only USDA inspected 100% premium real beef with no MSG. I got excited, but wait, there's more. Look what else it says. It says no MSG, but then it says uh, monosodium glutamate, a flavor enhancer. We use a small amount as a thickener. Oh, wow. It's very interesting. And I was thinking, wait a minute, because I'm allergic to MSG, which is basically the same thing. But they just said it doesn't have it. But then when I kept on reading, oh, but there's there's a little puff in it. Right, right. I was just like amazed. So I'm realizing as I'm older, getting older, I'm 43, how sensitive my body is, but I'm listening more to my body. Okay. It doesn't like that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, my wife, she's a health nut, tries to keep me in line. And then she, she loves nachos. 
You know those Tostito cheese? Yeah. And I'm thinking in my head, I go to my wife, I go, that can't be, there's got to be MSG in it. I could feel it. I'm not joking. My body could literally feel it. And she's like, ah, let's go look at it. MSG on those, that cheese Tostitos. I'm like. Oh, wow. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And that's my favorite. I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but yeah. So what would you recommend? Um, what type of doctor should we go see to, to get that problem solved? Because everyone's different. Yeah, that's uh, that's a hard question, you know, but I would say for me and my personal health experiences uh, and the reason I'm a functional medicine doctor is because I wasn't able to get help with my health with uh, through the traditional model. You know, it was here's a pill and that's it. So, you know, I would say a function if you can find a functional medicine doctor, definitely research and make sure that they've got all their credentialing, make sure that they kind of know what they're talking about. You know, for me, I always offer free 15 minute consults if, and just say, Hey, I think I can help or I don't. And you know, I've got a pretty wide network that I can say, Hey, let me send you to this person. You know, if I don't think that I can help. Um, but I always like to go through free 15 minute consult, kind of tell you how I work, see if you agree with it, see if we're going to work together, you know, because it's a relationship and, you know, I don't, if you don't agree with my philosophy or kind of what I think, then I don't, you know, I don't want to just prolong your track. Right. So, but you know, um, that's what I would say. Find, find a little functional medicine doctor that can kind of help you. You know, it just really depends. Functional neurologists are really good. I think the combination of functional neurology and functional medicine for more of these, you know, neurological headache, migraine type issues is very, very powerful and they can do a lot for you. So as you and I know, everyone is on Google looking right a doctor you know i mean if you want a chiropractor we type in chiropractor in that area whatever it may be be or back pain what would i mean would they type in functional neurology doctor in their area or specialist in their area how would that look like yeah that, that's hard because you know uh the functional neurology realm is uh, it's just not kind of like up and coming um it's been around for a long time don't i'm not saying that but you know it's kind of like a it's kind of like a hidden gem almost uh but yeah you just google like functional neurology practitioner near me or functional neurology near me uh you know it's kind of a mouthful but you know, that's like the best way that we can explain it. Uh, so yeah, that, that would be my suggestion. Just kind of look up uh, the American Chiropractic Neurology Board uh, org. They have like a practitioner or a clinic locator on there as well. Awesome. And most of the chiropractors that are credentialed by the American board are on that website. And then you can see if there's one near you. Uh, most of the time right now I'm doing a lot of telehealth because pretty much what I've created, I've created a system where I can send you videos and different therapies to do at home and through the functional medicine work as well. Uh, we can do like a telehealth conference. We just talk over the phone. You send in kind of like all your criteria and your history and everything. And we can do a lot, as long as I don't think it's anything like musculoskeletal or something that needs actual physical care, which, you know, then if you want to work with me resolving kind of like the more biochemical neurology issues, we can do that as well as work in conjunction with a, a typical, you're like a local chiropractor 
you know, uh, because chiropractic works great for migraines, but it's like for those people that it doesn't, you know, there, we just need to do a little bit deeper dive. Wow. So you do the, you do the phone and then do you do any like zoom consultations? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to hop on and we want to talk face to face or you want to see me, um, then we do the zoom consultations. We can talk, you know, face to face, you know, we can look at your eye movements because eye movements really tie into it. And we'll talk about that later, uh, how they just this conjugate eye gaze can cause headaches. Uh, but you know, we can look and see how your eyes are moving. See if we need to send you some like little simple video therapies where you just kind of like watch little dots and they actually coordinate your eyes and train your neurology a little bit better. Oh, wow. And then, I mean, I don't know if I should ask this, but I'll, I'll ask it because it's sticking in my head. What would something like that, I mean, um, is that like a 10-minute consultation, 15-minute consultation? Let's say they want to work with you. How, how does that work? I mean, and then from there, you just create something, kind of like a chart on what you would recommend for the, for the next month, or how would that work? Look like. Yeah, so pretty much how I work, uh, kind of like the functional neurology, functional medicine is kind of blended together. So uh, how it looks is we do a free 15-minute consultation. We're going to talk uh, kind of like what you've got going on. I'm going to ask you some questions. I'm going to kind of tell you a little bit about what I think's going on, how my office works, and how we've helped people. And we've kind of got like a, a flow or a protocol, you know, but we individualize it for each individual, you know, so it's not just like kind of put you on a conveyor belt and shoot you out the other end. It's one of those things that we have that conveyor belt, but we've got all these tools to kind of like gear it towards your specific needs. Right. Nice. So the free 15 minute phone call, I'll tell you whether I think that I can help or somebody else is more suited to help you out. Then after that, uh, we send you the paperwork. I get a very thorough history. I'll review that. We'll get on a phone call. I'll explain to you my findings or zoom call kind of explain to you what I found. We'll talk about it. And then I'll be like, this is what I think is going on. And then pretty much there is, I fix the gut first thing. First thing, I always fix the gut. Because for me, the gut, if you have what's called like a leaky gut syndrome and you have proteins or bacteria leaking in your bloodstream because you've got um, laps in the tight junctions in your small intestine, you're going to have chronic inflammation. You're going to have these inflammatory cascades going out through, throughout your body. Uh, right. So that's, that's where I always start. We usually do like a little detox protocol and that usually lasts anywhere from like three weeks of the first part. And then where we clean the small intestine and then we clean the liver next because a lot of your biotransformation of your hormones happens in your liver. You know, you'll see people who have like skin issues, especially it's because their liver is overburdened and your skin is your secondary detoxification organ. So we have to clean out your liver. Uh, also thyroid patients, which can cause headaches, thyroid issues. A lot of people don't know this, but if you have thyroid issues, 60% of your uh, T4 is converted to metabolically active T3 in the liver. So if you have any burden in your liver where it's having to constantly detoxify and it's not doing your biotransformation of your thyroid hormone or your sex hormones, you're going to get issues. You're going to get thyroid issues. You're going to become overweight. You're going to have trouble losing weight. So that's kind of like where I like to start. And then also, you know, if I think you're a candidate for the functional neurology, we'll look at your eye movements. See if you have any, I'll ask you certain questions that kind of cue me like, do you get dizzy like on car rides? Do you get uh, dizzy on boat rides? 
you like get super increased light or sound sensitivity because those are all cues that certain areas of the brain are firing too much and what we need to do is we need to calm those down and we can do that with just simple eye exercises uh, so yeah, pretty much, you know, it's like, we give you a little protocol, give you at home exercises that you can do. And then from there, we just do a follow up, uh, over the phone after, you know, the, the detox and then we'll follow up like ever so many weeks. However, often I think that we need to follow up with you and see how your exercises are going, seeing how your symptoms are going, keep you, give you a log where you can track like, Hey, I had a headache here or I had a headache here. This is what I did before stuff like that. So you work a lot with leaky gut, as I, as I hear you say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, one of my books is, uh, is called Gut Problems, Solve Them. So that, that's what it's called. Uh, and then it just talks about, you know, the common most uh, gut pathologies. And, you know, I've just had such good success looking at one of my patients. She had multiple sclerosis and she was having headaches every day, severe neck pain. And of course, with, along with chiropractic care, I did, we fixed her gut first thing and she's lost 50 pounds and she doesn't have headaches anymore. She was suffering with depression, anxiety, and she just, her kids were having to take care of her. And she's like, I can't be a mom to my kids, you know? And I have the whole, she has written the whole story on my website at the stronghealthinstitute.com. So you can go read it. But, mm -hmm. uh, you know, it is very emotional for me just because, you know, you give somebody their life back. And uh, so the first thing we did was like cleaned out her gut. We did some chiropractic work, got her, you know, kind of back to normal. And um, she's been doing great. Like she hasn't had any more issues. You know, she's not worried about her MS because she was so worried for so long that I've got this chronic disease. She's like, I've, you know, and how long am I going to live? But now she has the vitality. She has the power in herself to be like, I'm going to live for a long time because I've got these new healthy habits. I've got, I don't have this inflammation and I can do the things that I want to in life. I could go run because she was like not able to exercise, increase weight gain because her joints are so bad, you know? So the, the, what I'm hearing you say, leaky gut can also be um, connected to even a lot of headaches. Yeah, you know, if you look at uh, research that's coming out about the gut-brain axis, you know, it's huge. There's such a huge connection. 90% of your serotonin, which is your feel-good hormone, is made in your gut, right? So if you've got gut dysfunction, you're losing out 90% of your serotonin. That is huge. That is such a valuable, and it's like you, you wonder why people are on SSRIs, you know, like antidepressants for for those that don't know what SRIs are, they're uh, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors. And it's like, no wonder people have anxiety. No wonder people have depression, you know? And there's also concomitants that come with that with blood flow and just proper neural functioning. How would you know that you have leak? Like, okay, so I mean, before I even go there, I get the question that I'm, it's hitting me is, could this start at any age, even in your 20s? And then leaky gut. And then, I'm, I mean, because I'm seeing a lot of the kids these days, I'm not saying they got a whole bunch of leaky gut, but uh, for some reason, you know, the kids, a lot of the kids in their 20s are stressed out. And I'm just saying, I don't know if that's all maybe kind of connected. For sure. I have, I have patients that are in under the age of five that have leaky gut, you know. So you see some of the common, just so you can kind of know, some of the common side effects are they're going to have bloating gas, 
you know, they're going to have, they're going to burp, they're going to have belching, uh, gas GERD or heartburn is a common concomitant. They'll have bouts of diarrhea mixed with constipation. Uh, they can have constipation or diarrhea. They'll have skin issues. They're, they're just, they'll have depression. They'll kind of be very lethargic, increased weight gain. You know, there's a, there's a whole huge concomitant of it. And throughout my, my time of studying, you know, it's like, especially with how we're trained today, we're like, what's the one thing that's going to get me better. Right. And my conclusion has been fix the gut, get people eating a little bit better. And a lot of their health issues go away and then it's just clean up after that, you know? So that's where I always like to start. Even if you look at research that's talking about estrogen clearance in women for breast and uterine cancers, they suggest that you do a cleanse at least twice a year, right? Because think about how much toxins and, you know, that you're exposed to, whether it's environmental, environmental toxins play a bigger impact than we really think because you're exposed to, car exhaustion, just driving down the road. You're exposed to uh, BPA just from touching a receipt that has also been linked to estrogenic cancers. Wow. You're exposed to plastic, you know, like look at your plastic bottles now. Why do you think they have BPA free on them? There's a reason, you know, like they're putting the warning on there because companies like that are scared that that'll get linked back. You've got the whole thing with Roundup now about, you know, Hodgkin's lymphoma. So there are so many concomitants and I don't, it's don't get scared about it. You've still got to live your life, but it's just being educated about proper things that you can do to reduce that. And what's the one thing that you're exposed to all the time? You have chronic health issues, food, right? So yeah, yeah. Water, the water is a huge one as well. Um, But you know, like food is like something that you're exposed to multiple times a day. If you're having issues multiple times a day, or you're just chronically inflamed, most of the time it's due to, to your gut, you know? And that's kind of what my conclusion has led to. And I've been able to help more people resolve their health issues by resolving gut problems than I have anything else. You know, I, well, that's amazing. You know, it, it's making me think right now, like there's a lot of people, I'm in a lot of like forums online, like uh, groups on Facebook where they have like neuropathy groups and, and stuff like that. and. <laughs> It, it, it hurts my heart to see that they've been told a lie. Right. That they can't, that they, they need to take that next pill, that next thing to numb them. And it frustrates me because whenever I see a doctor, whenever I see somebody walking out of an office with a little white baggie, mm-hmm. I'm inflamed. I'm like, this is just, it's, it's irritating because I feel like a lot of people are being told a lie because of the dollar. Right. With that being said, um, a lot of people don't realize that you can combat, start to reverse that di- diabetes by the way you, that you eat. Mm-hmm. Cause a lot of them are not changing their food. They're still smoking the cigarettes, they're still drinking the Coca-Cola. Right. And it's, and it's killing them. You know, um, yeah. I, I have a family member, I won't say his name, but I have a family member who has diabetes and, uh, he started making a cake. Mm-hmm. He, he got to the point where he couldn't even get that piece of cake to his mouth because he started was in so much pain. Right. But he wanted that piece of cake. Right. And, and it's like, there's an old, it's, it's an old movie. It's maybe it sounds old, but uh, remember liar, liar with Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. It was a great one. Trying to lie. And he's like, you know, this color is Royal blue. Yeah. Yeah. 
it kind of remind made me makes me laugh because I remember in part of the movie he goes, I'm kicking my own butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's what we do, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a, it's a trip because I didn't realize that even the leaky gut could be connected to headaches. Yeah, you have uh, you have what's called a blood brain barrier. If you're not familiar with that, what it is, it's a pretty much a seal. And what it does, it only allows certain chemicals or um, properties in the blood to pass through to your brain to tell you, this is what my blood pH is. This is what my hormone balance is because it has to get there somehow, right? Your pituitary and other parts of the brain are responsible for controlling those factors. Now, if that blood brain barrier becomes open, it's kind of like leaky gut, leaky brain is like the new thing. If that opens up, then it's like, man, you've got pathogens, you've got inflammation going into the brain. So, you know, it's chronic inflammation will actually open that up because your body just can't handle it. It's like, I've got to do something. I've got to get rid of it. So the next place is like, okay, once it's built up so much in, in the body, then it's like, okay, the brain is the only place that it's not. And it's like, how do we kind of mitigate it? Or how do you kind of titrate it essentially? And that inflammation affects that blood brain barrier. Then you get inflammation in the brain. Wow. That's amazing. I, I, that's why I love you doctors. You guys always have these, uh, I call it cutting edge, you know, uh, uh, sources to help us get out of our pain. But the sad uh, part is we have to want it just as bad as you want to help us. Yeah. You know? Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, sorry, just one second. Um, but yeah, you know, it's one of those things that we definitely, uh, want to definitely give our patients the best care that we can, you know? Um, so just the ability to do that and the ability to diagnose is really key for that, you know, and just having, like I said, just having more tools to do that is, is kind of the best way to do it. You know, just learning more and continually educating yourself. No, definitely. And uh, I know we kind of went on a little spiel. We went from migraines to leaky gut, but I kind of like how everything just kind of full circle, you know, kind of came together. Now, before we're about to, I call it, we're about to land this plane. And before we do, and we sign off, what would it look like if, let's say if I were to come to your practice, um, would I have to go take an x-ray? How would that, how would that look like if you were to walk me through to start working with you, let's say if I had uh, leaky gut or something, how would that work? Yeah, um, yeah. So pretty much how that works is, you know, um, like I said, the free fifteen minute consult. You can book that online if you, you know, you can look, see about me, see my training. Kind of, there's like a little fact sheet on my website that you can look at. Uh, there's ways to contact me through email, and then there's also a phone number on there as well that you can contact me. And so with that, um, you, we can just get to a free 15 minute phone call after that. Then we say, Hey, either I want to begin care or I don't. And then from there, what we do is we get you the form sent, the patient intake forms. We do your history. I'll review those. I'll call you. And then after that, we just kind of come up with your own, uh, individual plan to help address your health issues that are specific to your needs. That sounds awesome. Now I know that your book's going to be coming out, uh, understanding your blood work. Uh, yeah. 
it'll be coming out in the next, I believe, three weeks. Would we be able to find that on your website or will there be a, a, a special website link or domain name that we can uh, send people to? Yeah, yeah. So I'll, I'll definitely have a link available in that three weeks. Um, and then I've got like a little free two-week diet plan that you can get on my website. It's just like a little opt-in if you want to. That way you can kind of see what like a, an elimination diet looks like that are going to take out all those kind of food sensitivities or intolerances. Okay. So you can go there, sign up that for that. That'll get you on like the email list. And then once I'm ready to launch the book, I'm just going to send out a link to everybody. Uh, I'll probably have a link on the website as well. And we'll and do that too for you. Once you get that out, just send us a link. We'll, we'll launch that sucker out for you guys. I mean, for perfect. everybody out there. And um, again, I just want to say thank you so much for, uh, you know, Dr. Todd uh, Strong for, for being here. You are a blessing to our community. Love what you do. Everyone, make sure you share the video. Think about this, everyone. One video can change one person's life. And the reason why we do this show is we make sure that we get the best of the best doctors in their areas and in their niches to help people like yourselves that are in pain. You do not have to be in pain anymore. Uh, everyone, thank you so much for, uh, for watching the show. Make sure you check out stronghealthinstitute.com. Dr. Uh, Todd Strong is, is in Cookville, Tennessee. And again, thank you so much, Dr. Todd, for, uh, for being here. Yeah, no, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And uh, like I said, I just want to reach and help as many people as I can. And uh, feel free to contact me if you have any questions. And it was great being on here. Thank you, Mark. Thanks a lot. I'm so thankful for Dr. Strong and Strong Health Institute. Our story began many years ago. Um, had a wonderful delivery um, with my son. Thought everything was great, healthy, smart, um, happy baby, but I noticed that his cranial bones protruded slightly on one side and all his checkups were great. Um, he saw a multitude of chiropractors as he was growing up, but I always noticed that. As he got bigger, it wasn't as noticeable. But there were things because we were with him in his life every day that we just didn't pick up on, especially structurally. And we were very blessed um, when he was young to have a dear friend that is an incredible osteopath. And after his first um, look at my son, he realized there were some things from his birth story that had shaped his cranial bones and had caused some major alignment issues. He worked and was able to truly bring him back into alignment, but there were some things, and he was very open with us, some things that he felt were just not processing properly. Um, structurally, everything was great. Um, we were very pleased, very pleased. But he said, there's still something, there's, sti there's still some fine tuning that I, I want and I, I want to see in him. Well, propelling forward, um, Dr. Strong came into the picture and actually is related to our osteopath. They began practicing together and it was just incredible because he became familiar with our story, 
automatically, just after some very non-invasive neurological um, testing uh, and observations, he noticed some things and pinpointed some things, very simple things to correct. Uh, we began with a non-invasive exam and then some targeted therapies and approaches. And one uh, was utilizing an app and it tracked his progress. It would track his progress as we were doing therapies. We would do therapies in the office and then we would come home and do therapies. We began to see such changes in Levi. It was incredible. In fact, people that we were connected to um, outside of our immediate family began noticing his personality come alive. They began to notice how social he became. He just completely blossomed. Um, he had been struggling with his stamina. We would hike and he would be exhausted, uh, younger than all of us, but he would be tired before anybody else. Immediately after our first couple sessions with Dr. Strong, we were able to go um, and boat. We were um, doing the pedal boats and he didn't tire out. I tired out before he did and he just kept going and had so much stamina. It's been a beautiful um, story that's just progressed and now actually we uh, space our appointments out six weeks to eight weeks. The therapies are changing as he is progressing and Dr. Strong has just worked with us continually on this journey and we are so pleased and so thankful um, from the very beginning to have had this team working with us. And I can say even totally different situation, my daughter, um, who's very athletic, dances. Um, she's had multiple things uh, as she has done point work and different things in dance she would notice some weakness or some strain or different issues related to her training. And Dr. Strong was right there to help us pinpoint the issues and to work uh, to develop strength in those areas, um, working with us on deficiencies, possible um, nutrition deficiencies, supplemental things that we needed to do, which has been wonderful. To have someone on our team, he's never pushy, but always offering wisdom, willing to listen and then offer his feedback and to work with us, which has been priceless. Uh, even with myself, I've uh, had some situations and he's always been so quick to adjust the area of need, but to get to the root of the situation and to help me develop um, an exercise plan, um, strengthening so that I don't continue to have the same issues. So overall, I truly can't say enough about Dr. Strong or Strong Health Institute. He has been such a blessing for our family. Each member of our family um, has seen substantial benefits from him being on our team and being involved in our uh, health care, in our healthy lifestyle. So I'm very, very thankful for Strong Health Institute.